God bless the saints. We praise God for each and every one of you that has stopped in to join us tonight. We thank God for this day. Let's have a word of prayer before we go into our lesson on tonight. God, in the name of Jesus, we want to give you thanks for your grace, your mercy, your love, and your kindness. All that you've done for us. You've been so good to us. You've been so kind. You're so rich in mercy. And your love faileth not. We give thanks for all things. And we bless your name. God, we can't demand anything from you, but you've given us a power of asking. And there's something in the asking. So we ask that you would bless the hearers of your word tonight. Your word is already blessed. Bless those that receive your word. The Bible declared that they that gladly receive your word were blessed. So bless those that gladly receive your word tonight. I speak healing in the room tonight. Those that are viewing, I speak healing right where you at in the master's name of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. God bless you. May the Lord smile upon you. We do uh, praise God for each and every one of you that are with us tonight. Let's get your Bibles, get your Bibles. Get your Bibles. And uh, turn with me to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. I would say amen. Let's look at a few verses. Let's look at verses 16 through 18, and we'll read that. Then I want you to mark Psalms 28 chapter, and we'll go from there. Um, Psalms 28 chapter, I want you to study that. And we're going to um, look into that 20th chapter of Psalms also. You ready for the word? Look at verse 16. Rejoice evermore. Pray without ceasing. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. I might as well go with 19 and 20. Quench not the spirit. Despise not prophesying. Prove all things. Hold fast that which is good. And abstain from all appearance of evil. God's word is already blessed. My brothers and sisters, I thank God for each and every one of you. We praise God for being with you on tonight. Um, this is a season of Thanksgiving. And as I was thinking about it today, um, for the past week, went into a few stores and they had uh, Christmas trees up and they had some store had gifts already um, decorated and wrapped and placed under the tree. And I said to myself, Thanksgiving's not even here yet. It seemed like that in the commercial uh, area and arena, they're pushing to commercialize everything and to reap a financial benefit from um, from them. the uh, holiday seasons. Amen. And so, as I was looking at, and I was, my mind went to um, Thanksgiving. I'm thinking about thanksgiving and to be thankful 
thankfulness or thanksgiving, joyous occasion. It says, he says, be joyous and always pray. Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus. Did you catch what it said? Look at what the scripture said. Continually give thanks in all circumstances. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Giving thanks in all circumstances. So thanksgiving, being thankful, is, uh, is a way of life for us. And it should flow naturally among us. My brothers and sisters, at the beginning of the year, God gave me um, the theme for 2023. And we shared that theme throughout the year uh, for the people of God. And in things that we must speak over our lives in, and I say it, I've said it often, that we must believe what we are speaking. Praise God. Whatever comes out of our mouth, we must believe what we are saying. So the theme was uh, speak life. That was from Isaiah chapter 55 and verse 3, verse 11. And I declared that I will choose or I have chosen in 2023 to believe God. So the areas I said speak life um, over your spiritual life, speak life over your health, speak life over your finances, and speak life over family. Now, I'll get to that in a minute. Psalms 28 brings us into a situation that David had. But let's go back to 1 Thessalonians. Peter and the rest of the disciples. We look at the disciples and we look at um, Paul. We look at the disciples that were elevated from being followers of Christ. Then being the Jesus Christ meaning followers of teaching. And then we see the elevation of the apostleship. Now they're elevated to go plant churches and to expound in and to spread um, the same word that they received when Christ called them. What did he say? So, it was so powerful. The words that he said, he, all that he said was follow me. Now, my brothers and sisters, follow me, and I'll make you fishers of men. I'm going to take, oh, praise God, I'm going to take what you are familiar with on the flip it, and I'm going to have you in a human man, humankind. I'm going to speak the word over the lot of people. So 
when you look at the list and the list, of, it, it was possible that everything that happened time in that era, uh, there would not um, hold it all. So the writer writes, First Thessalonians, if you go back to verse 12, and we beseech you, brethren, to know them which labor amongst you and are over you in the Lord and admonish you. All right? Instructions for holy living. Instructions. We're constantly are given instructions on how to live. My brothers and sisters, before you can speak over your life, you got to know how to live. Well, praise God. And if you really notice, it didn't say the type of atmosphere that you are in for you to speak life. It doesn't say that only on good days have an upbeat attitude. It didn't say if you just if you're having a great moment, a great day, you're feeling good in your body, things are going well on your job, kids are going find the dog and the cat's not fighting today. Didn't say to get excited, but it means whatever the situation is, my God, today. You have to be real with the Lord and learn to speak life. In speaking life, be thankful. Tell me, say, be thankful. If you look at Colossians chapter, first chapter Colossians 1, 1 and 2. Paul summarizes in his greeting and uh, he follows up with a heartfelt thanksgiving because the gospel has so much impact. He says, if you look at, do you have it? Look at verse three and eight and a prayer which outlines, outlines the way of spiritual fruitfulness. Paul draws from the Colossians, the attention to Christ. Paul describes the real G Jesus. Help me say the real Jesus. My brothers and sisters, the real Jesus is not that present that I saw underneath of that Christmas tree. huh? Now, this is not Christmas time, but it's just interesting how that... Um, their mindset, people are geared for the fest, festival type of season, season that we have, but there should be a thankfulness should surround us greater than any other element that we see. Should be some Thanksgiving going on. Huh? Maybe, maybe, and, and the year's not over with. It's, it's, it's the, still in the month of November. We have uh, a few over 30 days, a few days over 30 days. But can we really thank God for what he's done in 2023? Hmm? Let's, let, let's look at what the word says. First of all, there's a key verse in the first chapter, verse 19. And there's a personal application that should be there, which is 
Christ-centered. Christ-centered. Things that are centered on Christ. My brothers and sisters, the the biggest thing that, that we really can offer the Lord is ourselves. Now, have we been centered? Have our lives been centered in God, in his word, and really ready to do business for God? Huh? So when we look at words, and words give us how to do and how to work, how to move, um, and really will set apart or bring in the meaning for life. What is life's meaning? The preacher said in Ecclesiastics, he says, uh, after he has codified everything in his life, he speaks up and says, um, vanity is vanity. Everything I've learned, everything I've, I've, I've learned, everything that I've went through, and the things that I strive to do, the things that I really had put in position to attack, to conquer, really was it worth it? Look at somebody say, really, was it really worth it? Think about the time that we've spent. Think about the... The, the, the time that we've tried to figure things out when God has already worked it out and we was yet in the place of trying to figure things out. Was it really worth it still to linger in them areas? For if we really believe what the Bible said, if we believe what God said, and I heard the writer said, and I have this confidence that if I ask anything according to the will of God, he hears me. I wonder do we really believe that God hears us when we pray? But if I have the confidence, and I believe God, my brothers and sisters, knowing God, Scripture makes a, dis, uh, a distinction between knowing about God and knowing him, and knowing him in a saving way through faith. Huh? My brothers and sisters, you have to experience God to be thankful. Now, I did not give you a thought tonight. But the thought is just simple. Be thankful. Now, I know it's hard to be thankful. And look, if we go back and revisit the text, walk back with me. First Thessalonians chapter 5. Look at verse 18. In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. It didn't say, look at the text. It didn't say everybody. It says concerning you. Lay your hand on yourself and say concerning me. God has a will, God's will. What is God's will concerning you? Huh? Now, my brothers and sisters, we can, we can look at it, we can separate it, and we can find all of the negative things. We can find negative people. We can find situations that are not favorable to us the way we think. And we can get into a place of complaining. Huh? My brothers and sisters, don't let the spirit of complaining overtake your spirituality 
knowing that God is, listen to the word now, that God is and God is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Everything connects to God. You know what? Watch this one. God never wants you to step outside of his perfected will for us. But on a daily basis, we can step out of the will of God. In other words, we'll say, I'll tell you what, I got to handle some things, so let me step out of the will of God to handle this thing. Then when I get done putting my touch on it, I'll get back in. My brothers and sisters, everything we do, it should be in the will of God. Huh? Do you not know that the Bible and the scripture is not just for uh, uh, how you live outside, but it follows you home. It follows man and wife. It follows mothers and daughters. It, it, it follows fathers and sons. There's nothing in the kingdom where you have the right to step out of the will of God and try to handle it yourself. Somebody put a praise on it, will you? Listen here. You can only be thankful uh, if you see what you are thankful for. Huh? Am I really thankful when the enemy attacks my family, attacks my money, uh, attacks my, my life status, attacks me on my job, attacks me from my boss, huh? Am I really thankful? Am I thankful when I decide to come home and a storm came and the tree fell down and hit my roof and tore up my house? Am I really thankful? Can I really thank God for it? Well, let me walk back to the scripture. Are you with me? Go back to 1 Thessalonians 5 and 18. It says, in everything, give thanks. Well, watch me. Go back to verse chapter 5. Look at verse 14. This is going to bring everyone in. Now, are, are, do you have it? All right. Now, we exhort you. First of all, let's look at the we partakers of the sufferings of Christ, the we, the we that have walked in God's perfect will, the will, the will of God, those that have stepped out of self and said, really, for God I'll live and uh, for Christ I'll die. Huh? Now he says, listen to what the scripture says. Now we exhort you, brethren, warn them that are unruly. Comfort the feeble-minded. Support the weak. Now watch this one. Be patient toward all men. One thing that is a, destruct, a very destructive pattern is patience. My brothers and sisters, we don't have time for anything. And we have already declared, listen, and we've told people, listen, my, my patience is very short. But the Bible said, be patient towards all men. Thankfulness. To be thankful, you got to have some patience. Oh, my God. 
to really thank God, you have to learn to have patience. Because if you don't, then you're going to jump down to verse 15. Verse 15 says, so listen, I don't want to see nobody do this. Don't, first of all, make sure that you don't render evil for evil unto anybody. Underline that. Make sure you don't render evil for evil. But the Bible says, follow that which is good both among yourselves and to all men. If you notice, we get, we get a word all. In other words, it looks like that nobody is exempt from you. You got to do right and all to do right towards all men. Even though you may get the short end of the stick. Can I say it like that? You may not get the things that you really feel that you deserve. I don't deserve to be talked like that. I don't deserve for you, uh, for you to handle me in this area. I don't deserve uh, this nonsense. But then I'm going to be thankful because I'm going to, listen here, watch this. I've said it, I've preached it for years. My brothers and sisters, I'm going to find something good in everything. And that even when it comes down to tears may be flowing in your eye. You may be ready to snap. I got to find some good in it because God is not working the ill in me or towards me. God's working the will and to do at his good pleasure. In God's good pleasure, God is taking me through some things. Huh? He's taking me under some things. Huh? He's taking me beside some things. God is taking me through some stuff to get the best out of me. And how many want to give God the best? My brother and sister, we are shortchanging God because we're not giving God our best. Huh? Look at somebody say, give God your best. Stay with me. Are you with me? Run over to staying still in chapter 5. But look at verse 27. Do you have it? Now, it's really the conclusion of this matter because the writer pins it and says in verse 27, first of all, I charge you by the Lord that this epistle, this one, this letter, this letter be read into all the holy what? Brethren. I want everybody to know this one. <clears throat> Maybe you've missed, you skipped the mother epistles and letters. But this letter, help me say this letter. This letter, I want every, I want it read every place. Do you not know that's why it's been read tonight? Because for us to be thankful, because we said it, my God, today we said it. Lord, I'm going to speak life. I'm going to speak life. And I choose to believe God. I choose to believe God in my spiritual life, in my health, huh? my finances, and my family. I choose to believe God. In other words, I can believe a lot of stuff. And most of us don't look like what we've been through. Will, will you tell somebody that? Even though you know them. <clears throat> I don't look like what I've been through. Because really, some stuff you kept to yourself that nobody knows. Oh, y'all ain't talking to me here. I really don't look like what I've been 
through. Now, can you run with me over to Psalms? Go take me to Psalms. I think I said Psalms 28. Is that right? Turn with me to Psalms 28. Is is when sometimes I say it's interesting. That's a light word when I say it's interesting. My brothers and sisters, we have been through some stuff. Huh? We have been through some stuff. And the writer says, and this is penned or given the credit that it is one of David's Psalms. He didn't write all the Psalms. But there's a particular one that has his initials beside. They're his. And if you look at the first verse of book 28, unto thee will I cry, O Lord, my rock. Be not silent to me. Be not silent to me. Lest if thou be silent to me, I become like them that go down into the pit. Lord, don't be silent to me. See, when we go through, we, we need a word. How many times we say, Lord, I need a word from you. David cries out. David cries, and he's really rejoicing in knowing that his prayer has gotten answered. We can walk down through the corridors of time and see the stuff that David went through, some self-inflicted. My brothers and sisters, we have to recognize and realize some stuff that we have been through is self-inflicted. We've done it. We did it to ourselves. And then uh, we, we really have not matured enough or manned up to it. Lord, I made a mistake. God, I messed up. How many of you, how many of you have prayed and told God, Lord, I really messed up today? We skip that part and we go pray, Lord, help me. But what happens every now and then, you know, because when you're thankful for God, thankfulness brings thankfulness is purged through honesty. You got to be honest before you be thankful. You 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 can't thank God for stuff that you are not honest about. Oh, now, Lord, I really messed up. I did this thing. And you know what, God? You warned me. What, what did the Bible say? Warning comes before destruction. You warned me. I just didn't listen. Now, I put a pin in that one. And there's other things that God has allowed you to go through because he knows what he's about to birth in you. And some stuff has to make your skin tough. Look at somebody say, you got to have some tough skin. Tell them you got to have some tough skin. See, you can't cry about everything. You can't complain about everything. Some stuff you got to get some tough skin about. Huh? But you got to understand, yes, you did it. Some stuff was felt. So he says, when I cry unto you, be not silent. Listen, look at his prayer. Be not silent unto me. So he talks about in, in verse 2, um, listen to the voice of supplications. Now, look at verse 3. 
You ready for verse 3? Look what he says. Draw me not away with the wicked. Now, if you go back to verse 1, he says, I don't want to be like the ones that go to hell. Huh? I don't want to be like the ones that go down into the pit. I don't want to be like that. You have to make up in your mind that, listen here, God, I'm really serious about living for you. And all the stuff that I've been through, I do not want to miss heaven. Huh? So I don't want to go down into the pit with the mother one. Verse 3 says, you know, draw me not away with the wicked, meaning there's going to be a separation. Help me a separation. We see there's going to be a separation, right? Draw me not away with the what? Wicked and with the workers of what? Iniquity. They speak peace to their neighbors, but in their hearts, in their hearts, come on, you see the scripture there. They speak peace to their neighbors, but mischief is in their hearts. The, you know, them folk, they mean you no good, but Lord, I know there's going to be a separation. So don't allow me to get entangled up with how they are and the stuff that they're doing. Draw me into their conversation. Draw me into a lot of that ugly stuff to where when time of separation comes, I fall in the pit. In other words, after all I've been through and after all that you've been through, you mean to tell me you're going to allow the enemy to bust hell open? For you to bust hell open? Huh? Now watch me. This is a note. Write this down. God doesn't send anybody to hell. You deliver your own self. You paid for the postage. Oh, y'all don't hear me. You paid for the postage and you shipped it. You shipped yourself because God has given you a lot of ways to escape. Listen to what the word says. There have no temptation taken man, but such as common to bad. But with the temptation, with what I'm going through, in spite of what I'm going through, God is going to make a way for me to escape, and I'm so thankful. If you're thankful, put a praise on somebody. I really am thankful. Uh-huh. Listen, look at, look at Psalms 136 and 1. Psalms 136 and 1. When you have it, say amen. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. Do you have it? Give thanks. My brothers and sisters, here we have two reasons to be thankful. Why? What's the two reasons? Number one, God is consistently good. Can you write that down? God is consistently good. And his love never changes. God is consistently good. Do you not know there's something powerful of being consistent? That's why you are blessed when you're consistent in the things of God. That's why sometimes your blessing comes, I don't want to say premature, but it comes ahead of schedule because you're consistently in the will of God. Because God is consistent. 
huh? God is consistent. You stay in the spirit of consistency, then look for your blessings to be consistent. God will not stop the flow of his blessings. He will not stop the flow of his deliverance. He will not stop the flow of his defending you when you are consistent with God. My God, and I can thank God. When you can, when you can thank God for being consistent, nobody raise your hand, but if you can just thank God, thank him now, just thank him now, thank him now. When you understand the things that you have been deprived from, Hmm. the things that you have been deprived from. Let, 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 let me work with this one. Sometimes, the, because you have voices talking to you, we are in a place of transition. We're transitioning. We're, we should be growing spiritually. And uh, the enemy will look at you and tell you that you have been deprived from some of the best things going on in the world. See, when you're living for God, then the enemy will show you that you are, you are deprived yourself. Why not enjoy? Do like everybody else does. Be like everybody else. But my brothers and sisters, just like the disciples that become apostles, when you understand and know your purpose, when you really love, let, let, me, let me dumb it down for you. When you really love you some Jesus, huh? I mean, when you really love you some Jesus, some stuff you ain't got to wrestle with. When you really love you some Jesus, huh? Now, you're looking back over your shoulder like you've missed something out in the world. Now, I guarantee you had fun. We had, I had fun. And it cost me a lot. And some stuff we can't recover from. Huh? Do you not know that I'm, I'm looking at some that I've grown up with and, and, and whatnot, and they're about the same age as I am, or they are the same age as some of the older? I'm saying, woo. <laughs> you talking about Father Time. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Some stuff, male and female, like, man. Now, y'all y'all tell the truth. If you say you're going to tell the truth always, right? They look bad. Huh? And just think about it. If it had not been for God, huh, that pulled you out, you'd be right along with that same group. And matter of fact, some of them ones are doing the same thing they did when you got drawn out from the streets. They got the same language. And they keep staring, looking at you like, man, you look good. You ought to say, I'm thankful. <laughs> Praise, I'm thankful. Hallelujah. Huh? I am so thankful. And then they try to make the little humorous thing. Man, what, what, you must have found the fountain of youth. I did, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah, Jesus. I will keep them in perfect peace. And I will beautify the meek with salvation. You're some beautiful people. God said, I will beautify the meek with salvation. In other words, I'll make you looking good when you're saved. Put a praise on somebody. Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 yes. Let, let, let's understand this. 
there's only one time that you're going to die in your flesh. The Bible says it's appointed to man to die. And then the judgment. Your flesh has to die. Now, there's the death of the flesh. And there's the death of the spirit. Huh? So, Psalms picks it up. Run over to Psalms 30. You don't have to read it all. When you run over to Psalms 30, Psalms 30 gives praises to God for his deliverance. Dave, listen, let, let me share with you what David, David, David writes and he talks about how I will exalt you, O Lord, for you have lifted me out of the depths and did not let my enemies gloat over me. Huh? God did not allow the enemies of David to have the last word. See, that's why you got to be swift to hear and slow to speak, slow to wrath. You keep wanting to get the last word in. But God tells you, God is saying, shut your mouth and let me get the last word for you. You keep wanting to get the last word. You can't. Every time somebody talking, and then you start talking. Y'all take turns. In other words, y'all trying to see who can outlast the other one. Because you feel you got to get the last word in. Uh-oh. You, you walk out the door mumbling. So I get the last one. And they're, they're going to hear you. Why do you have to get the last word in? If I be for you, I'm more than the world against you. You don't have to get the last word in. Let God put the last word in. Huh? That's why I'm thankful. Oh, my God. David has, David has given us a plethora of things to be thankful for, huh? And when you've been in a case where, praise God, it seemed like that things keep piling up upon you day in and day out, you will ask yourself, why am I thankful? Why should I be thankful? But can you go back to the text? What does it say? First Thessalonians. That was at 5 and 18. What does it say? In all things, what? Give thanks. In all things, give, give thanks. Thanksgiving, the season of Thanksgiving is coming up where we will gather. A lot of us will talk about what we're going to cook. Trying to figure out a menu for Thanksgiving. And while you're trying to figure out the menu for Thanksgiving, you're trying to figure out who you're going to invite if you're going to invite anybody. Because somebody has flipped your switch. And they were with you on your last <laughs> holiday season. We said, oh, no, no, I don't want to be bothered with them folk. But wait a minute, who's bigger? But pastor, you don't know. I'm not supposed to know. The Bible said, give thanks. Oh. You know what? It's, it's easy to try to apply the word on other folk. But when it comes down to eating your own cooking, it seems like to me that something's always wrong. This don't taste right. Well, you gave it to everybody else, but how come it don't taste right to you? 
because you don't want to eat your own cooking. Huh? How in the world can you show who God is in your life if you don't step out and be the light that others can see? Who, have, who is there that have not been um, talked about, shunned, deprived, huh? Not given full respect. And you really want me to go back and act like nothing happened? Nobody told you to be an actor because you're not qualified for one. Your acting is very poor. Why? Because it's not always what you say is what you don't say. And your body expressions say more than what your mouth says. So I don't have to pretend like there's a problem between you and me. But I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to be thankful. Huh? Because I know that what God has saved us from. Are y'all hear what I'm saying? Well, let me give you the word. Jesus said, if my kingdom was of this world, we'd be some fighting folk up in here. <laughs> huh? But God has been so good to us. God knew where your enemy was coming from. And really, when we say God knows how much you can bear, isn't it powerful that God knows really how much you can bear? Because how many times have you thought about, I just can't do it. I just can't do it. I remember the older people used to see them. They used to do their hands, wring their hands and shake. What does that mean? I mean, I'm through. But how many times the Lord said, now go back and help them. And you keep trying to hold a conversation with God. But, but God, they did this. But God, they did that. Now, does God have to remind you of the mess that he has pulled us out of? Has God have to really set you down and remind you huh, of what God did because he really could have cut us off? Huh? But he didn't. Is that right? So that's why I'm what? Thankful. Can you put a praise on it, somebody? Look at Psalms 30. Look at. Uh, look at um, verse 2. You have it? Say amen. Oh, Lord, my God, I cried unto thee, and thou hast healed me. O Lord, thou hast brought up my soul from the grave. Thou hast kept me alive that I should not go down to the what? Why does David keep talking about the pit? Pit is darkness. The pit is horror. The pit is a place that you really don't recover from. But heaven said, but God. Look at, look, look at St. John 10, 10. Watch the scripture. The thief cometh not but for to kill, steal, and destroy. But there's a but in there. But I come that you may have life. The Lord said, I come to pull you out of the pit. The place well, you should not have survived. I'm the one that brought you up out of a horrible pit. Huh? So he says in verse 4, what you should do. Sing to the Lord, 
O ye saints of his. And what? Give thanks at the remembrance of his holiness. You know what? Remember what God has done for you. Don't allow the enemy. My brother and sister, we, all of us are being attacked on all sides. But just remember. See, I've taught, I've preached, and I'm yet teaching. Thank you makes room for more. The more you thank God and the more that you appreciate God. Listen, you're in a place you don't want to be. You're in an area that you feel like you can't handle. But with, you get down with oh, when all of your senses are colliding and you can't make sense out of the place that you're in. But God said, I got you there. I'm the one that brought, that brought you out of the pit. Huh? Now watch this. He says, I am the same today, yesterday, and if I live to see tomorrow, forevermore. Right? I am the Lord thy God that what? Healeth thee. Lord, you have healed me. Huh? God, you've healed me. And not only that, but you have given me prosperity because you've given me the power of asking. Huh? Because it shows me and lets me know that none of us has the power to demand from God to do anything. But he gave us the ability to ask. Look what the scripture says. You have not because you ask not. So the Lord does it. Whatever well, you don't want it because you ain't answering. What you rather do is listen to everybody else, hear what they have to say. Doesn't they get old after a while? Doesn't they get old of going to try to go to somebody that don't have the answer? But you listen to all of their conversation. And when you get done, you're no better off. Matter of fact, you may feel a little worse. But isn't it powerful that you have the ability to ask God anything? It's not what you're asking. It's how you ask him. So I'm asking God, Lord, 2023, you do it. Because I'm going to speak like, matter of fact, I'm going to choose to speak life. And I'm going to be thankful. No, I don't have it the way I want to. I don't want it like this, but God, thank you. Why? Why, brother pastor? Evidently, I've came to the realization, God knows what's best for me. Can you lay your hand on yourself? And say, God truly knows. He sure enough knows what's best for me. See, your problem is you, you, you just knows that you want to be in God's business. But what happens when you decide to let go and let God? Look at what God can do when you're out of the way. Huh? Watch me now. You keep talking about the things happening to you, but didn't the word tell you? He says, listen, Many 
are the afflictions of the righteous. Underline the word righteous. So you got two words there. Many righteous. Many are the afflictions of the righteous. In other words, wow. Help me say wow. How many wow moments have you had? Wow. Sometimes you just say, mm, mm, mm. Mm. Thing, life can hold you speechless. Man. And sometimes we can say, man. Sometimes you sit at a stoplight and decide, shit, I don't even feel like driving through the green light. <laughs> man. Huh? Then somebody else says, is that all I get? Is that all I get for all I've done? Man. But what the word said, many are the afflictions of the righteous. David said, he showed it to you, but God will, help me say he will. How many know he will? Put a praise on and say, I know he will. God will deliver us out of the, God's going to deliver me. Come on, tell yourself, God is going to deliver me out of this thing. Now, you ought to praise God like it's your last day. God's going to deliver me out of this thing. So, when I'm thankful, it makes room for more. David gives thanks to God, Psalms chapter 31 through 12. David's difficulties, David's difficult circumstances. My brothers and sisters, this psalm of thanksgiving not only praises God in the moment, but it remembers God's past faithfulness. See, I can praise God in the moment. And when I praise God in the moment and thank God in the moment, I'm only, I'm also thanking God for the past because he's done it in the past. Now watch me now. Are you with me? Now, some of us don't have good sense. Uh-oh. Pastor, why do you say that? And let me tell you why. Since God did it yesterday and he's doing it right now, now God, why wouldn't he do it in the future? Uh-oh. See, you ain't got good sense. You're tripping? Huh? you rather believe the report of somebody else. Didn't God say you're going to have it? But if you can have it, he can deliver you from it. He can't deliver you from it if you don't have it. Oh, my God. The reason why he delivers you from it is because you have it. But if you don't have it, you can praise God. And if you got it, you can praise God. You know what that means? That's a win-win situation. I've won if I'm sick, and I've won if I'm well. I've already won if I'm broke. And I've already won if I have it. Oh, my God. Isn't that a win-win situation? You ought to put a praise. That's why I'm thankful. You can't lose with the stuff we use. Come on and put a praise on it, somebody. Hallelujah. 
That's why I'm thankful. So I'm going to get the Thanksgiving meal together. Some are going to say, I don't like that. You didn't cook it right last time. Why are you going to eat everything and then complain when it's all gone? You know, some people go to restaurants. They do that. You know, now I know the underlining. You, you didn't want to pay for it anyway. So what you do, you start eating the stuff, eat it up. Then you're going to, with, with the tooth big in your mouth, give me the manager. I want to see the manager. Why you want to see the manager? Something wrong with it. You know what? There's always something wrong with it. But what, so what's wrong with it? Something wrong with it. <laughs> what's wrong with it? I don't know, but so <laughs> look like it's half gone. That's what's wrong with it. You ain't half of it. That's what's wrong with it. <laughs> We're messed up, but God said, thank me anyway. Do you know God must have a, he has to have a sense of humor. Because the way that we act, huh? And the Bible said, listen, even the Bible said, you keep messing with God. The Bible said, I will laugh at your calamity. You stop complaining and give God thanks. Come, can you thank him now? Start thanking him now. Open your mouth and thank God. Thank God for he has considered you. He could have picked somebody else. But David keeps showing us, thank you, God, for delivering me out of the pit. Out of the pit. And David said, I tell you what, when it comes time for the separation, I don't want to be separated with those that go down in the pit. Huh? But keep me in your will. Lift the hands of the Lord. Keep me in your will. Now put a praise on to somebody. Lord, just keep me in your will. That's some hard circumstances. Chapter uh, Psalms 28. So many examples of hard circumstances. And we can hear and see the distress of David. We can hear his cry for his mercy, his cry for protection, his cry for justice. Uh -huh. And then he says, listen here, I'm going to praise you, God, because I know you heard my cry. My brother and sister, when you know that God can hear your prayer, what is your complaint? Look at somebody's tell me. When you know that God hears your prayer, what's your complaint? What you, what, what you got to complain about? If you know he hears your prayer, why are you complaining? You know what? That don't make good sense to me. Why? God is, and God is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. What are you complaining about? Let me close with this. We're, this is, we're in America, capitalism. And it's money, money, money money you know I, I i was you know you that know we in a convocation we got back come back to the church and and the first thing that hit me we had a emergency and we had to call contractors out and we had to get some work done now i said listen you're not know, gonna say man what's it in a holy convocation praise god and this goes on and come back and now i gotta work on the church you know what? I thank God. Well, praise God. See, we talk about something 
that God has control over. And my brothers and sisters, sooner or later, you're going to allow God to do what he does. And you keep saying it's a money thing. Your living saved is not a money thing. Salvation is not a money thing. Huh? The Bible said money answers all things, right? But the love of it is the root of evil. First of all, you don't have an overabundance because you don't know how to handle a little. Just get crazy and learn how to handle a little and watch him bless you abundantly. And some, you don't really need the money. What God does, God will send somebody to take care of the bill for you. So you don't even have to touch it. First of all, look at somebody said, the money's dirty anyway. Every time you hand the money, you need to wash your hands. That's the most filthiest thing you can have in your pocket in your house is money. Uh-oh. Well, I'll wash it. No, don't, don't, don't wash your money. Don't, don't wash your money. It's filthy lucre. It's filthy. It's dirty. But think about this. You don't have a problem. Because God has everything. Get in the place where God shows up at and watch him work out. Oh, he'll work it out. He'll work it out. Not only He'll not only work it out in secret. But he'll bless you openly. See, when you do things secretly, the Lord said, I will reward you openly. Huh? Start doing things and don't look for it to come back with the applause and praise of people. But do things for the kingdom work and thank God for what you're doing and watch God do it again for you. My brothers and sisters, tonight, I simply just want to let you know, just be thankful. If the Lord says the same day is coming, we'll be celebrating Thanksgiving on next week if we're not caught up in the rapture. But just start thanking God now. Thank God for who he is. You could have been like David in his testimony. David said, I'm so glad, God, that you did not leave me in the pit, but you brought me out. Now, shouldn't you be thankful? So, well, they got Halloween as a holiday now. They got people decorate their houses for Halloween. Huh? Thanksgiving is around the corner. Now they got Christmas up. Hmm? They're, and they're going to talk about how much money that the, the merchants are going to make because folk are going to spend. You spend that much time, but you won't spend no time with God. My brothers and sisters, when you're thankful to God, the more you thank him, the more God will make room for more. So if I don't see you again, be thankful and enjoy your holidays with your family, with some of them, you really don't want them to come over anyway. God bless you.